Hi, and welcome to the Reiki from the Farm podcast brought to you by me, Pam Allen LeBlanc from Hidden Brook Farm. I am a scientist, a businesswoman, and a licensed Reiki master teacher with the International Center for Reiki Training. Each week in this podcast, you'll be entertained as you learn about a wide variety of relevant Reiki topics, helping you become a more knowledgeable and effective Reiki practitioner. We caution you, though, this podcast may also dramatically improve your life, and we are so happy that you're here. Welcome everyone on this week's podcast and this month's Reiki share. What we really wanted to do is answer your business questions. A lot of you know that when I was writing the Reiki business book that I received really clear guidance from Reiki that the it was important to help people with their businesses, but that might not necessarily mean they would have a Reiki business like I do. It could be that they would incorporate Reiki into whatever career they have and so on. And so I put my heart and soul into writing the book. I've been so blessed that so many of you have picked up copies and a lot of people I don't even know have sent me messages that it's really helped you. But then people started asking, can you help me more? I want, can you mentor me? Can you take th- help me take things further with my business? And that call came in often enough that I spoke with my daughter about it, who is a business owner in her own right. I'd like to introduce some, you don't, most of you, some of Kathleen, not everybody does, though. This is my daughter, Kathleen LeBlanc, or Kat, as she (laughs) likes to be called. I still can't get used to it, though. (laughs) And Kathleen is a business owner in her own right. She's actually on her second business right now. She opened a yoga business, but then she opened a business called Elevate Content and Copy, which has been so successful. She's had to set her yoga business to the side for right now as she hires employees and manages the success of her copy business, content and copy. But one of the things Kathleen did for me was actually really brought me up to date with some of the newer technologies, some of the newer things that were available, some of the things that even though I have an MBA and a marketing background that I wasn't aware of. So she was really able to elevate my marketing and my business skills or or what I'm putting out there. And so I asked her, hey, Kathleen, do you think this is a course we could teach together? Now, some of you that are here tonight were with us for our introductory course together on marketing. We did a three-week marketing intensive And we enjoyed working with all of you so much. Your comments about how helpful it has been and just watching you um, come into your own. And so many of you have taken just enormous strides forward in your business. And some people are going a little slower and that's all right. Everybody goes at the pace they need to go. But watching you guys all do that encouraged us so much that we decided to add more to the series. And we always knew we were going to do that. We're going through a little bit of chapter at a time or, and not as much a chapter at a time as the chapters that people need 
the most. Kathleen, do you want to, I just want you to go ahead and introduce yourself. Everybody knows who I am. (laughs) First of all, I'm blushing. Very kind words. I, yeah, I'm also, I like to tell people that I fell into this as a career and I was a little bit surprised myself at how passionate I was about it, about marketing and helping people to turn their businesses into the best versions of themselves. And yeah, I'm just really grateful to be able to help all of you do the same. Yeah, it's been encouraging and it's it's something we love to do together. And we, we just get such a charge out of it and so encouraged with your success, actually. It's what keeps us going. And even though putting on these courses is a fair bit of work, we said, let's do some more. And I just want to start off by letting you know the the next three courses we have coming up and we are going to do a repeat of the marketing course. So if the three week, a three week marketing intensive later in November. So if you missed it the first time around, don't worry, you can still join us. And one of the things we had wanted to do was to put that course out in June so that our students could unpack it. We give you the recordings, we give you the PowerPoint presentations, and actually even the meditations that help integrate everything in the course. And so we sent that all to our students with the intention that we threw a lot at them in three weeks and we knew it would be overwhelming. So for every, for those who arrived as we started each week, we would explain you're going to be overwhelmed, but it's the intention is for you to unpack this course over the summer slowly at your own pace and give yourself time. The first time you hear it, it's going to be a little overwhelming. The second time you hear it, you're going to find, wait, that sounds familiar. The third time you hear it, and a lot of people watched, were there live, watched the video twice. The third time they went through the video, I was aware that everybody'd be like, yeah, of course, everybody knows that. That was the idea behind that class. But then we put our thinking hats on and we said, okay, what? where do we go from here? What are the next things that people really need in order to allow their businesses to blossom? And the first thing that we discovered is that we felt people really needed to have help with money. So many of us have difficulty receiving money. We have difficulty with abundance mentality. And and that's been a very big part of my journey. So we decided to put on a course about manifesting prosperity. And that's going to be happening September 11th on a Monday evening in North America, a Tuesday morning in Australia. It's 6 to 9.30 p.m. Eastern Time. And this is financial empowerment for Reiki practitioners. Now, one of the things that we noticed about prosperity, financial abundance and prosperity, is that it has a lot of layers. So sometimes you might be comfortable charging money. I wasn't. I had to get comfortable with that, which is funny because Yasui Sensei, Mrs. Takata, everyone who's ever had a Reiki business, they had a business. The the history of Reiki is filled with people who spread Reiki and shared Reiki with businesses. And yet for some reason, even though I have an MBA and was a seasoned businesswoman, I struggled to put business principles together 
with Reiki, and I hear from a lot of people the same thing. But we discovered that prosperity has a lot of layers to it. I had difficulty charging for sessions, although I could charge for classes, oddly. I had difficulty receiving money. I had a mindset that, okay, you have to work hard or you know, that just that hardworking mindset. And so I really had a hard time just settling down to, to create my business. I had a hard time doing my own marketing. It's difficult to market yourself, actually, especially in this type of business. What would you say? I know, Kathleen, you also had to work through some prosperity issues. What were your big things? I feel like just this idea that we have even these limiting beliefs that we have of people who have money, right? Yeah. That's a really big one. If you're told your whole life that people who have money are evil or that they're destroying the world or whatever it is. Yeah. A lot of blocks come out of that. So it's definitely that a little bit of feeling of unworthiness. So there's a little bit of an emotional aspect to it as well. It's really interesting. There really is. So in three, the three and a half hours that we have together, We're going to look at it from all the angles so that you can identify which angle or angles are holding you back. There are a lot of them. And on top of that, we're going to be looking at the root of money, like kind of the history of it and what it is and that sort of thing, which breaks down. And Susan just put in the chat, money is the root of all evil. That's You read my mind, Susan, as Kathleen was talking, that's exactly what I was thinking of. And so we are going to go through that. And then we are going to not only eliminate any blocks or barriers and change change your mindset, if there is a mindset or belief, limiting belief, whatever it is, we're going to, we're going to tackle it from all angles, but we're also going to connect you with the energy of prosperity and abundance in our meditations. If for any reason that you struggle financially, and maybe you don't struggle financially, but you struggle to charge money for Reiki, or maybe you're fine with that, but your finances just aren't where you want it. If there's anything going on where you're not comfortable financially or with finances together with Reiki, then please join us on September 11th so that we can clear up um, those issues for you. It might be some of the best money that you ever spend. So yeah, I'm just wondering for those who are here, if you would take a minute to type into the chat, what you think your biggest obstacle is with regards to prosperity and specifically even prosperity with Reiki or within your Reiki business, keeping in mind that your Reiki business might be the career that you're already doing, wrapping Reiki into it. But what do you think your biggest obstacles to prosperity are. I'd love to see that in the chat. Or maybe you don't have any. <laughs> maybe, <laughs> maybe it was only me. <laughs> oh. Can't see it. What's that? Can't see it. Can't, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a really common one. So yeah, so that's the first class that we plan to offer. And uh, so go ahead and share in the chat, maybe what you think your biggest obstacle might be. And that idea that money is the root of all evil, parents' messages almost went bankrupt in the past. Yeah, 
working with energies, a past vow of poverty. That's another thing. We take vows in other lifetimes of poverty, especially if we are religious or spiritual working with churches. Do you think money grows on trees? Yeah, I don't know how many times. I not only heard that from my parents, but said it to my kids. Uh, (laughs) Funny that, oh, that you decided this morning that you have a problem charging money and you realized it's disharmony between yourself and money. So you ran a harmony session from Animal Reiki and now you're here and that's actually going to be part of what we bring in. Feeling worthy is a huge part of a huge aspect of what we find at the root of that. The belief that healing should be free, that's a really, really common belief And yet a lot of us trace our roots back to Christianity. And if you do, you're aware that even Jesus with his, the healing and so on, took collections and had a, had a a money purse that was there. And as do most, many religious and spiritual, uh, organizations a fear that chasing or receiving money will take away from family yeah that's a huge one that was actually big for me as well um mary says she has a tendency to put other people's needs first so not always healthy spending habits oh that's another one and just wishing yourself abundant and going ahead and spending frivolously isn't the answer either it's really finding balance and harmony in it how much to charge for sessions hey that's a really good one and i think we'll even address some of that in this podcast and uh a master manifester but if one little thing happens falling back into poverty mindset i cannot tell you how many times i did that and that's i'm really familiar with that one Breaking the chains of generational poverty, that can be a really tough one. People will think I'm weird (laughs) with a Reiki business. All of these are so important, and I agree. I think that knowing and just hearing everybody else's, so I really appreciate all of you who shared and all of you who are here with us tonight because knowing what other what sort of holds other people back kind of triggers for us, oh, hey, yeah, I have that one too. Or I wasn't thinking of that, but that's also an issue. And yeah, this is something that if you can join us September 11th, I think it's an important day to um, help people get more Reiki out into the world. And with the Reiki business book, that was my goal, was I realized that if I taught the teachers I could help them get more Reiki out into the world. So while we're going to address some of these, Marissa says you resonated with all of them. Yeah, I realized there were so many angles. Uh, Susan says the same thing. So many angles to a poverty mindset and so many things to overcome to move into an abundance mindset. I resonate with all of those too, that you really have to look at it in its totality but we really we believe we can do that and we believe we can assist you to release those obstacles um we're going to look at releasing some of those obstacles this evening in our wrap-up meditation but before that one of the questions i can answer to you was 
how much to charge for a Reiki session, I will answer that. That's something I talk about in my classes. And basically, you normally look at what a massage therapist in your region is charging. So it really tends to vary, like in places like California and especially in New York and busy cities where rent is high and costs are high, you'll notice massage therapists charge more, whereas in smaller, more rural places, they charge a lot less because the cost of living isn't so high. So if you just look at what the what a massage therapist charges in your region, that's a really great place to start charging for your Reiki sessions. And then you're going to want to fit it in at a time that works for you and so on. You can always start a little less than that if you wish in order to take some pressure off of yourself if you're just getting started. But I really recommend that if you do that, that you are clear that this is what my price is going to be. I'm giving you a discounted price so that people so that you're not selling yourself short from the beginning. And keep in mind that what we charge for sessions and for classes, when we don't charge enough, when we don't value the worth of ourselves and of Reiki, and we don't charge enough, your client is going to get from the session what they put into it. As we give sessions for free, they haven't necessarily invested as much, they won't receive as much. So by allowing them to invest a fair market value and by using just regular business principles, then it's very clear to everyone and that energy exchange has happened. So you're allowing your client, it's a completely different way of thinking about it. It's something that I had to wrap my head around it, but you're allowing your client to invest in their own health and so that, and their own process. So that can be a different way of looking at it. It's really, we don't do this work to get wealthy or, and yet sometimes we do get wealthy doing the work. We don't do this work to take advantage of people. We do it to be of service, but it is important to allow your client to contribute. Another question that sometimes comes along with what to charge is, do you charge the same for distance or in-person sessions? And the answer that is yes, that that I do, I certainly do. Kathleen, do you have anything to add to that? I know that you don't do sessions as a Reiki practitioner, even though you are a Reiki master, but. I just, I think that it's important not to undervalue yourself. I know that it's easy to fall into a trap of believing that you're not worth the money, but you are. <laughs> and your client, and even maybe more importantly, your client is. Yeah. 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 And when you think of what you've invested in your education and your time and learning and so on, it's a way to, to keep learning. And, and it's definitely a worthwhile investment. I look at what I spent on my university degree and my master's degree and on Reiki and I'm talking that Reiki was a bargain really for compared to the other things that I spent a lot of money and time and effort on. As far as what it gives back, it gives back so much. But yeah, you're worth it. I I agree, Kathleen. And you had to learn to start charging your work. I did. I did. I was charging $12 an hour when I first started. And that was 
not a lot of money. (laughs) And I since learned that actually my work is worth more than that. (laughs) I had to have a few stern talking to, I think from actually dad sat me down. He made me watch a lot of videos. (laughs) But it's hard. It's hard. It's hard to admit that you are allowed to charge more than minimum wage for the services that you do, or at least for me, it was. And I'm just really glad that was, it was an obstacle that definitely needed to be overcome. I think there were some blocks in myself as well, but we get past it. Yeah, exactly. And Jessica just wrote, uh, the, the vow of poverty doesn't recognize past life versus present life. That's exactly right. Uh, Susan, um, the vow of property is of poverty is it it transcends lifetimes so in some cases that needs to be released and and then the conditioning the old belief systems and the conditioning as well so absolutely right and jessica said we empaths like to do things for free and one of the things that i had to think about around that jessica is that by doing things for free I was taking the choice away from my clients and I actually made them very uncomfortable. I did free sessions for people for a long time. They would book a session with me. They would come and do a session at the end. They would want to pay me and I'd say, that's all right. And it actually made them very uncomfortable. They never came back. So for the first probably year and a half of my Reiki, after I had my Reiki masters for the first year and a half, that's how I did sessions was I wouldn't charge people and nobody came back. And as soon as I overcame the energy, like the blocks in myself and started just charging a fair market value for my sessions, my calendar booked completely and it's been booked completely ever since. And and I thought about it and I realized I wouldn't be comfortable if people didn't allow me to pay for a service that I received, I, I wouldn't feel comfortable with that. It's it's actually goes back to our clients as, as well. And don't forget the fires of the church where healers perished. Yeah, that's true. And Kara said her guides told her to raise her prices and gave her the amounts. Kara, I actually kept hearing that that I needed to raise my prices. Of course, my sessions were always full and overbooked. There was always a waiting list. And I resisted raising my prices. And finally, a student in Australia came to me and said, I heard a very clear message for you during that last meditation. Do you mind if I share it with you? no and she said you need to raise your prices (laughs) and she had the amount and I said yeah I know and I knew the amount but I was resisting it and so I came home and raised my prices and one of the thoughts as an empath that I had was but what do I do about the people who can't afford to come and with these new prices what do I do about that And I had to realize that people can afford what they value. And there were people spending that same money on other things in their lives that they valued. But if there really was someone who couldn't afford it, they could always reach out. And if I could, I would fit them in. But then even that became untenable. So I actually set up 
a really inexpensive group session once a month at a yoga studio. So for $17, and I put everything, I put my heart and soul into it. And I might walk out of there with $50 in my pocket. It didn't matter. It was $17 for them to come each month. And I would have 30 and 40 people every month coming to the yoga studio for that um, session. So I knew that even with my higher prices, nobody was ever going to go without. Later on, I created my podcast. And so that's a free offering. Again, I put my heart and soul into it. I always do a healing experience in every podcast. So again, if there's somebody who truly can't afford the fee, then there is this, there is something available to them. And during COVID, I did free Facebook meditations, and I always do a monthly Reiki share. So there's always something that somebody can attend, even if it's difficult for them to afford a private session and and the fee. So sometimes something like that helps. And coincidentally, free stuff is also really good for your business too. It's really good for marketing. (laughs) (laughs) like that little marketing course in there (laughs) there you go there you go I love it love it guys after September 11th we realized Kathleen said to me mom you are so good at accomplishing your goals do you think you could teach other people how you do your goal setting And so that they can set their own goals for their Reiki businesses or their careers, whatever it may be. And can you teach people how to do that? And I have to admit, I've I've always been able to accomplish whatever goal I set my mind to. And until Kathleen pointed that out to me, it never occurred to me that it was a special skill (laughs) or anything like that. And so it made me really think about it. I had to sit down and go, how do I do this? And I had to break it down step by step. And Kathleen, you just interviewed me for a blog that you were creating about that. What do you, so the course is going to be the following week from again, from six to nine 30 Eastern time. These are all Monday evenings. It's called dream it, do it goal setting for Reiki practitioners. And that just happens to be my husband's birthday. So an important day. And however, today is Yasui Sensei's birthday. So another important day. So yeah, Kathleen, tell people a little bit about that course and, and what we discovered when I broke down the that process. Yeah, I think you're very methodical about things. She has her process. She books things like years in advance. (laughs) But I think probably the main thing that's brought you to actually achieving a lot of those goals is Reiki related, right? I think you're just, you are not using your energy, but you're guiding your energy towards those goals. And so it seems that as much as the process is important, of course, she has guys, she's got a one year, a three year and a five year plan. And I'm like, and a I aspire plan. and a 10 year plan. <laughs> I aspire to be that organized. And usually I'm the organized one in the relationship. <laughs> <laughs> oh. um, but 
But yeah, no, you were just saying that you will send Reiki to it a lot of the time. And of course, there's a little bit more to your process as well. And we're going to dive into it a little bit more. But yeah, mostly this course is just going to help people move forward with their dreams and their goals. And again, with the blocks, I'm sure there are a lot of blocks in the way working on releasing some of those as well. We have meditations interspersed throughout our business courses. So it makes it even more fun. We have journaling exercises as well to help identify and remove those blocks with Reiki afterwards. And we're just, we've tried to make them the most effective they can possibly be Mm. to helping you achieve your goals. Yeah, we put a lot of a lot of work into them, don't we, Kathleen? But it's really exciting. And I don't know how Kathleen feels about it yet. She's got a lot of blocks and resistance that we have to work through. But I said, we should turn this into a book like the Reiki Business Book 2 or something like that. And as a matter of fact, I'm being asked to speak at quite a few places around spiritual businesses. And even in 2024, I get to speak at the Omega Institute. I'll be speaking at the Reiki Retreat Labor Day weekend in Arizona, just helping people with some of these, put the business together with with Reiki. And so you're right, like in my former life as a type A personality, I was really very driven and very goal focused I don't think it should be a was. There's no was. (laughs) I feel actually like it was very ego driven. And uh, when I learned Reiki, I was able to step back and allow Reiki to be the driving force behind the guidance, like where to go. For instance, going into politics, that wasn't my idea. (laughs) That was Reiki's idea. And I just want you all to know that I submitted the paperwork this week to be an official representative for the Green Party. Now, I don't know if other people will submit and if there will be, I don't know that I'll be the chosen representative, but it's all underway and in process. And so, yeah, it's just a way to allow Reiki to guide the process. And also the other thing we want to do is really help you find clarity in it. And then the final piece of that goal setting is how to make it a reality. So I'm going to share like my own calendar with you. I I create my own planner because nothing else is specific enough to what I need. And uh, so I'm going to share that with you in case that's something you'd like to do. You may prefer Kathleen has another type of planner that she'll share with you more electronic, but my brain doesn't work that way. I need to see it on paper. So I'm going to share that. I'd like to share that with you. So we'll look for clarity around the goals and clarity around the obstacles. And one of the things that I've discovered just with the thousands of people that I've had the privilege of working with in Reiki sessions is that we tend to be more afraid of success than failure and more uncomfortable with success than failure. So we are going to be doing some specific exercises to align you with success. And I know that sounds counterintuitive, you guys. I know that it does, but I've just seen it time and time again. So definitely we will be working to overcome those obstacles. I just wonder, are there any goals 
what is your biggest obstacle to accomplishing your goals? And if you don't mind sharing that in the chat, if you give it, if you give it some thought, is it some, is it lack of time, lack of money, lack of clarity around the goals? Or do they just, is it, could it be conditioning or belief systems? What is holding you back? Or, or do you even know what your goals and, and direction are? And this course will be for anyone, regardless of where you are in that spectrum. You may not even know what your goals are, will help clarify them. Or you may know, but if you haven't accomplished them, this is something William Rand says, if you have a goal that you haven't accomplished, it's because there's something in the way. There's a block getting in the way. So Kathleen, is there anything you'd add about that? No, actually, I think you covered it all. <laughs> Why yeah. will people find my offerings of value? Oh, that's a really good one, Dominic, as far as an obstacle. And we'll give you just a few more minutes. Lack of confidence. Yeah. Self-worth shows up sometimes. Too many goals. Oh, my God. I, Susan, that's me. <laughs> I, have, I have too many goals. The field of possibilities is open. Oh, Terry says she loses interest in some goals and goes all out for others. So that's, yeah, that's definitely a thing. And I will tell you guys that I do know my children have diagnosed me with ADD and ADHD. And so Terry said, that's, yeah, Terry, that comment made me think of ADD or ADHD. And it is still possible with Reiki to, to accomplish it all. Amanda says too many spinning plates. And yes, Amanda, you have a very active, busy little girl in your life. So I know about spinning plates too. So we will be addressing all of that. These are fantastic comments, you guys. I appreciate them. So the last, and uh, finding time and losing interest, Shannon said, yeah, that's big ones, Shannon, for sure. That makes sense. And guys, the next new course that we're going to be offering is called Empowered Beginnings. It's a three-week intensive business course for people who have new Reiki businesses. That's going to be October 2nd, October 9th, and October 16th, each Monday evening for three weeks. Um, in that class, we really wanted to um, basically help you align your business goals with Reiki principles. Colleen Benelli said she was at a conference recently where the, and, and it was a panel discussion. It was a Reiki conference, maybe not that recently, but, and people kept asking about business questions and the people on the panel we're saying, just let Reiki take care of it. And Colleen said it wasn't her place because she wasn't answering on the panel, but she wanted to say, no, you need to follow business, business principles. And so Kathleen and I sat down, and this is actually from a chapter in the Reiki business book. And we sat down and expanded on that chapter and thought, let's go through step by step the things that somebody who's creating a new business 
needs to know. And I know that I'm saying new business, it's probably, unless you're really seasoned, you're probably going to pick up quite a lot in this course as well. But it's really, we are going to start at the beginning because so many people are at the beginning or in the very early stages with their businesses. So we want to take you through it step by step. And Kathleen, the chapter in the Reiki business book is business. Just hang on. I can never, I think it's chapter six, maybe. Yeah. Business skills, chapter six, business skills. It's right after marketing and branding, which is the one we had started with. And the chapter six on business skills is what we're going to expand on and just fill in any gaps and really help you get things rolling with your businesses. So Kathleen, go ahead and you can go ahead and tell people a little bit more about this course. And at the same time, as she's speaking, guys, I'd like to, I'm just, I want to ask those of you who are with us tonight, what's holding you back the most from stepping forward in your business? Just what's the main thing, the biggest obstacle, the biggest thing that is holding you back? And if you don't mind sharing that in the chat, we'd love to hear from you. So tell us a little bit about this class as people are doing that, Kathleen. Oh, I think we're, like my mom said, we're going to start from the very beginning. We really go over tax info, making sure that everything's legal, figuring things like that. Business names. Business names, logos. We do truly go over a little bit of everything. But these are things that are not common sense. They're actually things that, because when you're looking to make a logo, it's really hard to find either a good designer, or if you wanted to do it yourself, it's hard to figure out what platform you should use. And as much as I personally am not a designer, <laughs> we can give you some of the tools that you can use to create a lot of this stuff online and save money doing that as well. And I think just through this course, we're just, we're aiming to save you money and time basically. Yeah as you're setting up your business so that you don't have to worry quite so much. And maybe it'll help you to clear the way a little bit better as well. Yeah, exactly. I, I couldn't have said it better, Kathleen. That's really, I guess I've had my own businesses, three businesses since 2009, four businesses now, isn't it, Kathleen? And you've had your own businesses for a few years. And it's and Kathleen will be starting in her MBA studies, by the way, in September as well. I just I thought I should let you guys know she was accepted into UNB and we'll be doing that. But we've just learned a lot over the course of it. And while we can't answer every single question because some things are jurisdictional, we can tell you where to look and where to find it and that sort of thing. So the idea is to just go through step by step and really help you get things set up. Now, because it is a three-week intensive, just like the marketing course, it's going to be overwhelming the first time through. And the reason for that is we want to give you a lot of value. 
What's that? Oh, she just made a frustrated face. (laughs) (laughs) I know. Sorry, Cara. It's going to be overwhelming. The same as the marketing class. And the reason for that is we want to give you the biggest bang for your buck. And we want to give you like everything that you need to get rolling. And the same as the other courses It's going to be overwhelming the first time through, but we are going to be doing the Reiki exercises to let everything heal and settle into place. Okay. It's not just information. It's the same format as we used with the marketing course, which is here's the information. Now here's a meditation to let it settle in and sink in. Now here's the next group of information. Now here's a meditation. So it is going to be like that. But again, you're going to get the recordings. We're going to have to ask you to download them fairly quickly because I just don't have much storage space. And from the recordings and the PowerPoints and the meditations, the second time through, you're going to think, oh, wait, this is sounding familiar. I think I understand it. The third time through, you're going to think everybody must know this. It's going to be old hat to you. You're going to know just what you're doing. So we feel with those three offerings. And then in November, we will be following that all up with another three-week marketing intensive, where we will be walking you through, probably in an overwhelming way, step-by-step, every step of your marketing for anybody who missed that. But we really feel that by offering these courses, we really should be able to help you on your way. And we will have a look at additional courses that we might develop for after Christmas, but we haven't had a chance to do that yet. We're pretty focused on these courses. And as well, my animal communication course is evolving. So I've got to put a little bit of focus on that as well. But we're really excited by these classes. And let's just have a look at what folks said was holding them back. Knowing where to start. Absolutely. How to start an online session. Yeah, that's a, that's actually a really good one. Mundane logistics and fundraising. <laughs> oh, good point. Money and business, basic business skills, mostly legal stuff, etc. Yeah, that's that can be a barrier, but it doesn't have to be. And We want to walk you through that. Finances, but I did just go to my first holistic event, Mary says, last Sunday and found that I did enjoy it, made some great contacts and had success with all the sessions. So you're feeling confident. Mary, I'm so proud of you. That's amazing. (laughs) Well done. Kathleen and I love going to holistic fairs too. Susan says keeping an email newsletter or blog consistent because that's not as exciting as healing or teaching sessions. Susan, I'm glad you brought that up. I'm going to talk to you about how to batch do those things to make the most effective use of your time. Terry says overhead for things like the website and logo and registering a name, all the rest you've done before. So it's just the startup funding to kickstart the process. I have to say, and you felt that the Reiki exercises and meditation are the missing key. It's I, I think so too. So the information is important, It's but it needs to be balanced by the healing in order to overcome our obstacles so we can move forward and to align us, align us with that goal and, and that purpose. You feel the ones in the podcast have been helpful and powerful. I'm so glad, Terry, that's and grounding. 
I'm so grateful and, and glad that they're helping because that's the whole purpose of them. Kathleen will tell you, I do put my heart and soul into the podcast so that I think it's helping. I, there are usually 600 or more downloads every week. So I know that it's helping people or I think it is. I hope it is. <laughs> I hear from people that it's helping. Funding came up quite a lot, Kathleen. And I have to tell you, Kathleen and I are kind of guerrilla marketers. We don't like to spend money where we don't need to. And so we do have a few hacks there for you as well so that you can either spend time or money and sometimes you need to balance a little bit of those. That's also worthwhile. We will talk about that as finding that balance. But we don't like to spend a lot of money when we market or when we do things. We we can talk to you about ways to do that as well. And you said, Susan says, there's lots of people who move forward without a website, with Instagram or Facebook and a scheduling app or a payment app. Hey, I've got a free scheduling app I'm going to share with you guys. <laughs> anyway, it's true. You don't have to let the website stop you. It is, it's nice. It's very nice to have for the legitimacy factor, but one of the busiest Reiki masters in our town, I think she's busier than I am. She only recently got just a basic website and she did all of her marketing on uh, Facebook and social media. So it's definitely possible as well as powerful word of mouth. If you're really focused on in-person sessions, especially. Yeah. So the solutions that we're going to be bringing up are going to be things that do fit within budgets as much as possible, because that's how we've done things. And it's like you were saying, you can choose where you would like to spend your money. There are some places that it's more worthwhile to spend money. And there's some places that it's less worthwhile. And it honestly, it completely depends on the person. And so in our marketing course, we just talk you through that. We talk you through the possible tools, the possible ways for you to market yourself and all that fun stuff. That's actually where I, I take over that one. (laughs) My mom will do the other. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, she's way better than I am at that. <laughs> For those of you who joined us, I think we work fairly well together. Actually, we we complement each other a little bit. Yeah. Um, currently saving for insurance and business cards. Hey, with regards to insurance, you guys, if you are a member of the Reiki Membership Association, you can get really reasonably priced Reiki liability insurance in Canada, the European Union, the United Kingdom, and the United States. So go ahead and check out their organization, the Reiki Membership Association. You don't need to have studied with a licensed teacher to be an affiliate member, and you would still qualify for the insurance if you have studied with a licensed teacher like myself or my licensed LRMT colleagues, you qualify to be a professional member of the Reiki Membership Association. And I think it's like $129 a year for the membership and then $200 a year for insurance right around there. Definitely check that out. And the other thing, what was the other thing you said you were saving for? Business cards. Guys, check out Vistaprint. You can get business cards, really great designs. And you can get so you can get beautiful business cards for not very much money. Kathleen is going to walk you through as well, just 
different things you might do to create a logo and choosing, we're going to be talking about choosing your color palette and things like that so that you have consistency in what you put out there. And so a lot of the things, basically, we're going to be teaching you the things we wish we'd known. (laughs) Like I didn't know about the color palette and consistency and all of that. And to be fair, technology, since I started my Reiki business, my business in 2009, my Reiki business in 2011, technology in the last 12 years has just gone, it's night and day, which is why it's nice to have Kathleen on board to help with that side of things. So there's a lot that that we can do, again, without spending a lot of money. And that's, that's key, isn't it? Guys, we'd just like to open it up now for questions for you guys before we move into a meditation today. Does anybody have any questions, not just about the courses, but about these topics? The course might not be for everybody. We've tried to explain it in a way so that you would have an idea whether it's for you or not. But regardless of whether the course is for you or not, we really want to be helpful to you tonight in the Reiki Share. There's so many of you here, 20 people here with us. I appreciate you. And also on the podcast And Mary says she was fortunate and met someone who does IT work and his wife likes Reiki. So you can trade. That is always a good idea, Mary. (laughs) Always. (laughs) I did a lot of that building my business too. Kara, you have a question. Can I ask you to unmute and ask it? It's not so much a question, but you mentioned Vistaprint. Let me see if I can. Oh, that is my card from them. Yeah, they cost me like next to nothing for a thousand of them. And I'm going to set up my website through them because this is such I feel such a distinctive looking presentation for a card that is going to go across the top of my website to create Uh a connection from the card directly to the site. And there you have your consistency in your marketing and yeah, that's fantastic, Kara. And actually, I think they're pretty reasonable for the price to do a site, aren't they? Yes, very. Yeah. Oh, fantastic. Very. Yeah, I don't, I, my business cards, I would have to get up and juggle things around in order to show you, but I wished I had one closer. But my business cards, my return address labels, like I've basically got all of those through Vistaprint for that consistency. And one of the things you might want to consider is putting your photo on your website as well as your business card, because then when people look at it, they're like, oh, yeah, wait, I remember meeting her now. And and also a lot of energy people are very sensitive to energies. They can tell by looking at our photo if they want to work with us or study with us. I've had, I cannot tell you how many people have shared that with me. And I don't think your photo, I think for those of you who didn't see when Kara held up her card, it's got stars and it's beautiful purple and your business is Star Dancer Reiki. So it's absolutely perfect for what you have and what you do. But I will recommend putting your photo somewhere on your, or a few places on your website so that people can see 
if they identify with you. Although it sounds like from that that recent event that you did that you've got quite a few clients lined up, Cara. <laughs> yeah, I did a raffle for a Reiki session and I'm at a horse show. So if they could afford a horse, I figured they could afford me. <laughs> Good. <one. laughs> I just went from group to group, presented myself and it, Took a little chutzpah on my part to get out there and just actually put myself out, mostly to the parents of the younger people who were participating in the show. And so I picked a winner. I didn't. A young lady who comes to the show with her mom picked the winner out of my little horse bag. (laughs) And I have all the other people who at least bought a, a ticket. Yeah. Contacts. And I will, because they showed an interest, give them a discount to present Reiki to them. See if I can get a client or two out of it. (laughs) Kathleen's clapping over here and I will too. Congratulations, Cara. Marketing. You killed it. (laughs) You killed it. Excellent marketing, Cara. Well done. And and then I even had a presence because I was part of the horse show. I rode in the show. Oh, so yeah. they, they even know more. They, yeah, they know you personally. That's perfect. Yeah. I, I definitely think Kara showed me a picture, and I know you're not 14, Kara, but <laughs> the picture that you showed me of you on a horse, I, I looked at it and I went, who's that 14-year-old on that horse? And it's Kara. And I know you've got a few years on 14. So. <laughs> Thank goodness. <laughs> but that picture should go in. And M has a really good point. She's saying that you Reiki.org, when you do become a member of Reiki.org, they have a professional pamphlet that you can get with your membership. And that's the with the Reiki Membership Association. And what you can do is you just actually, there's a, a fillable spot. You just type your information. You can print, you can then print out the pamphlets. You can either have them printed professionally or do what I did. Just print them on your own little printer and fold them and leave them places. And that's a really good idea. And that that's something that can really save people a lot of work and get you started with that lovely pamphlet. And Mary was saying you can get a nice discount with this to print on your first order. Mm-hmm. And also Terry said she printed hers this week and the language was already there. Susan said, copy, copy, what to write and how to describe Reiki in the classes is the biggest obstacle. In person or on the phone, you do really well. So, yeah, you know what? If any of you do struggle with copy, go ahead and reach out to Kathleen. I know just it might be that just an hour or two spent with her can help you refine and define. I think that's for a lot of people, that's what it is. And it's funny because people will say things out loud that would make amazing copy, but they would think to write them for some reason. So that could be a good strategy. Just have a little talk with me and we can try to figure something out. That's it. Just book an hour or two. It might, it is probably going to be really worth your while to just help you nail down the copy or at least the direction of it. And M says, Kat, you're an excellent resource. (laughs) Yeah. Thank you. And and Terry says she's got, you've got yours from the Reiki.org. Yeah. The membership. Yeah. That can be helpful. And I thought I saw that Jessica had your hand raised. Did you have a question, Jessica? 
I was just going to say, I'm, I'm really surprised how many people don't have any idea about animal Reiki or some of these different types of Reiki. I found the first time I mention it, people really don't listen. Then you mention it again. So I'm doing, I'm live on social media a lot when I'm not at my, my full-time nursing job. And at first no one really was listening or cared. And then they're like, wait a minute, you're talking about on animals. You can do it on people. And what is it? And then all of a sudden questions start. And then all of a sudden they're messaging you. And so don't be nervous to keep, because that was one of the things I held back talking about it at all. And the more they hear it, then all of a sudden people are like, messaging you like crazy, but you've got to, even though you think you've said it a lot, you probably have, but they have not retained it yet to, to bring it in. So it's three times a charm. You do need to hear something three times and sometimes even more before it sinks in. Isn't that right? Yeah. And it's amazing because now everybody's messaging me going, Hey, do you have that thing in six months? I'm like, what, what? Yes. So now people are signing up for things from six months from now where I was just in animal Reiki master training with Pam going, I don't know, money, this money, that. And then, and then Pam's hold on, we're going to work on everything. So we're Reiki and everything. And then I'm out practically holding hummingbirds in my hand and people are scheduling and messaging. And I'm like, this is the, it's the best, but don't ever feel like you're over talking about it because you may think that you are, but someone may be listening that has not heard it or needed to hear it another time. So just, oh, Susan, if you even knew, oh, I'm one of those that just go and go. (laughs) And there is, and you brought up a really interesting point, Jessica, and I remember making this point in class that there's a tremendous amount of abundance in the animal Reiki energy. Because if you think about Um, how animals don't worry about where their next meal is going to come from or whatever. Like they just, they have a complete trust in the abundance of the universe. They haven't cut themselves off from that abundance with limiting belief systems and whatever else. We will be putting that energy to work for us in those classes. And if you haven't done animal Reiki, I'm telling you, mic drop blew my mind. My life will never be the same since animal Reiki. And I never would have thought that I'm allergic to almost every animal on the planet. And animal Reiki is my calling changed my life. Pam, you have changed my life, but animal Reiki has changed my life. So if you haven't done that yet, there, it's the best. I'm just saying. I love it. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you, Jessica. It was an honor to be part of, to be one of the writers that listened, really. We just listened to the energy and we listened to the animals and what they wanted for us as humans. And that's one of the things they want for us. They want us to be comfortable. They want us to be relaxed. They want us to be abundant. They they don't want us to be striving, working. In fact, one of the messages from the cats is, look, we lay on you so that you'll slow down and be a human being instead of a human doing. So... Anyway, and I know Kara, you've got your hand up. My favorite, one of my favorite cats is Smitten the Kitten, which uh, is Kara's little sweetheart. And as soon as she, usually as soon as she hears my voice, she comes running in, doesn't she? Yeah, she's over by the window checking out if any squirrels came to uh, get the food <laughs> I tossed out. I put them out in the front yard because she loves to sit on the trunk that I have under the front window just for her. I love that, Cara. Cara, did you have a question today? 
it wasn't a question, but oh, at the show, because I was, I had just during the break between the different classes, I had to come up with a band, like short and sweet to explain what Reiki was. And it did me a lot of good because I got it down to about a minute to just say, hi, I'm Cara, start answer Reiki. This is what Reiki is. It works well on animals like horses and yes. especially my love. And dogs and cats. And what I offered was either a session for you, a session for your animal, or the two of you together. Bam. Done. So it did me a lot of good, because I'm a chatterbox, (laughs) to really pull it into something that was just, here it is. This is what it is. Want to buy a raffle ticket. Yeah. I talk about that in the book, Cara, about the importance of getting an elevator speech together for Reiki. Because you can just, if you can have a couple of, most of us stutter and stammer and don't know what to say, or we're long-winded and we don't get to the point. And if you can have just a couple, if you can have something ready, like something prepared, we call it an elevator speech in when you're a writer about your book. And then you can gauge from there if the person is interested in learning more. So well done coming up with that so quickly. (laughs) That was because I took that wonderful course. (laughs) The marketing course. We did talk about, we put together our elevator speeches in the marketing course so that we would be able to do that. Yeah, it does. I'm glad you call it a wonderful course. I We have gotten fantastic feedback from you guys. I keep meaning, I, I'm going to be wrapping it up with you very short, very soon. And uh, just asking for testimonials or recommendations. That, so do look for that in the next week. I just have a question in the chat. Terry says she finds the different labels confusing. You'd like to study Holy Fire, but you see also Karuna and Yasui Holy Fire and World Peace and you're not sure what that all is. Terry, in our lineage with the ICRT, Holy Fire is something that came in 2014 that came in addition to the Yasui Reiki and Yasui Reiki Masters. And so we still teach everything that we would have taught before in our Yasui Reiki Master class, but there's an additional energy, the energy of Holy Fire, which is amazing. And we teach about that as well. And it brings about a different way to do attunements and a different way to teach, which is really streamlined and it does seem to be easier. And so normally if somebody has level one and two and they're taking their first master class, they would take the Yasui, the Yasui Reiki master class and it's a holy fire class. And we when at the end of that class, you're able to teach both online and in person. Now, In 2022, the the Holy Fire energy has continued to upgrade. That's why you'll see things like Holy Fire 3, Holy Fire 1, 2, 3, uh, online. And now one of the most recent upgrades is World Peace. And there is a World Peace component to the energy. And basically the Holy Fire energy told us from the beginning it was going to continue to evolve. And so this is just part of its evolution. When the Ukraine war broke out, Colleen and William were praying with the energy saying, what do we do? And it said, we were hoping the energy said, hoping you would ask because there's this energy of world peace now that can weave into the class. Now, Karuna Reiki 
is an advanced Reiki masterclass, and it's for people from any lineage who have been a Reiki master for at least six months. So if you've already been a master, and I believe you are, Terry, as a, as a uh, teacher, you could start there with Karuna Reiki. Now, some people find it's a little overwhelming to learn both Karuna and Holy Fire at the same time. So they like to start with the Yasui Holy Fire class and then do Karuna. Some people jump right in and do Holy Fire Karuna. But in any event, the Karuna, the Holy Fire Karuna Reiki Masterclass with a world piece is woven in there as well. That is an advanced Reiki masterclass for people who have who have already been a Reiki master. So you just mentioned you you've already done Karuna. So really you could do either of those classes and upgrade. And the other thing that we had mentioned, Jessica was talking about animal Reiki. If you have Reiki level one and two from any lineage, you can study animal Reiki one and two. You can study animal Reiki master if you have a Reiki masters from any lineage and you've already studied ICRT animal Reiki. So I hope that answers your questions. And I know Susan put a message behind that just saying you feel you need to take and teach the animal Reiki, but you wonder if you should teach Holy Fire first. It's really up to you. You can, but it all works together. So most people just take it. And Jessica said, ask the energy what to do. And uh, Jessica said, some people like long Reiki explanations and some want a quick answer. I always start with the quick answer and I feel it out. And if they seem to want to know more, we talk more. But if they're good with the quick answer, we leave it there. Um Mary has an explanation with the Reiki symbol typed into a frame. Shannon says she's afraid to talk to Reiki about people because she doesn't know how to explain it. And so a quick way to explain it, what I often do, and I talk about this in the Reiki business book, is that I often say Reiki is a Japanese form of stress reduction that often promotes healing. And we can't guarantee a cure or anything like that, but it's fine to say it often promotes healing. And then I also usually add, and it's so effective that it's used in over 800 hospitals in North America. It's also used in other hospitals, but to, at the present time, it's primarily in hospitals in the U.S. and North America. So I see a couple of other questions in the chat. Um <laughs> Justina said the biggest breaks came from Animal Reiki. It is a great course. And it, Jessica loves that William already had Reiki as a hands-off style of attunement prior to COVID. And Karuna Reiki feels like a bridge between Reiki and your shamanic practice. That makes sense, Susan. It's something that fills in the gaps of some of the things that we couldn't always accomplish. And in addition to that, Karuna Reiki does seem to be a bit more feminine. Mary, you have a question today. Yeah, it wasn't uh, really a question, but on that little sign, I had it in a frame that matched my business card, right? Same color. And it had just the Reiki symbol, Ooh. the rice pot. And then it said, what is Reiki? And then I just said that it's a Japanese technique for healing and reducing or reducing stress in that. And then 
what Reiki is. Ray is God's wisdom or universal wisdom and key is life energy. And then I just said, I'm just the channel and the energy flows through me and goes to you as the recipient. And it was a quick, easy thing. And then I didn't have to spend time explaining it because they saw. You just yeah. had to get your booth at the trade show. Yeah, I had it on the table in a nice frame. And then I just, and then underneath it, I said, if you want to try, I'm having 15 minute sessions for, I just did $10 because I was signing out. And then I had my sign in sheet below it. And I didn't have to answer any questions. I don't have it here, though. It's down at my sheds or so. Already put it in storage. <laughs> I can tell that you were in the marketing class with us too, Mary. Well done. You killed it. <laughs> Well, thanks. <laughs> well, <done. laughs> Congratulations. Thank you. Oh, guys, thank you so much for your interest. We just have a few minutes left. And I'd like to take our last few minutes together. See you, Krista. You're so welcome. Just to release some of our own obstacles and redirect us a little bit more onto our business path. We are going to go just a few minutes over tonight, about five minutes over, but not much more than that. So if you can hang on, it would be great. And of course, we'll always stay after if anyone wants to chat afterwards. But I'm just going to invite everybody to close your eyes, bring your hands into Gasho, and just activate your Reiki symbols. And just imagining a beautiful, brilliant light from the highest heavens flowing down to in front of your hands, through your hands and into your heart, a gift of love. And at the same time, a beautiful light of the divine earth flows up from the ground below you to in front of your hands, through your hands and into your heart, a gift of love. Open your heart and receive as the light of your authentic truth is revealed to you. Within your authentic truth is your authentic voice that allows you to speak about Reiki, speak to others and assist them. Place your hands comfortably on your heart now just being mindful of any obstacles that would ever prevent you from speaking your truth to others about Reiki. And if those obstacles, let's take the largest one today. If the largest obstacle to stepping out with your business or your practice, whatever that might look like for you. And speaking your truth around Reiki. If I ask you where the largest obstacle, if it exists in a part of your body, where would it be? What's the first place that comes to your mind? And if I ask you what shape that energy has, what's the very first shape that you think of? And if I ask what color that shape has, what's the very first color? 
Maybe I ask you to pay attention to the surface texture. Is it rough or smooth or bumpy or spiky? If I ask you if this obstacle is heavy and deep or fairly insignificant and shallow or anywhere in between, what do you get a sense of? And now finally, my last question is, if I ask you, are you willing to let that obstacle go so that you might speak your own truth? about and with and for Reiki. Are you able to say yes? And if you're willing to let it go, you don't have to do anything to earn it or achieve it. You simply have to be willing. And we'll go into our meditation. I invite you to imagine that it's a beautiful, warm, sunny day and that you're walking through a trail in a beautiful forest. As you walk along and as you breathe into yourself, you breathe in the life essence of the forest as the energy of the earth flows up through the bottoms of your feet. You walk along until you come to a clearing at the edge of the forest and in the middle of the clearing is a small hill covered with soft grass and beautiful wildflowers. I invite you to climb up the hill and as you do, you can feel the grass and wildflowers brushing against your legs. And when you get to the top of the hill, you lie down, gazing up at the sky, feeling the earth and the grass beneath your body. And while you gaze at the sky, you notice that a beautiful circle of divine animals and enlightened ones, the brothers and sisters of the light have formed around you. And you realize that you're not alone and never are alone, that you have an infinite amount of support at your disposal at any given moment in time. Your heart fills with gratitude for this support from the divine ones. And theirs fills with gratitude for you for being willing to share the gift of Reiki with others. Life doesn't need to be as hard as we think it does. As you gaze at the sky, a beautiful beam of light pierces the clouds and shines directly upon you and all around you. And at the same time, you feel held in the arms of the earth, nurtured and supported. The light begins to focus on that shape, that obstacle. I invite you to focus on it yourself just for a moment and then be willing to let it go. And then I invite you to gaze at the light as the light begins to guide you. And we'll stay here for a few moments while it does.
Well, you're welcome to stay here as long as you feel guided to, and you can revisit this at any time. If you're ready to come back, I invite you to do so. And we invite Karuna Reiki, Kriya Kriya, to help us prioritize going forward what is most important for us on our path to sharing and spreading Reiki with others. And just feel the guidance that you received falling into alignment and into an order that will be effortless and easy to follow. Even for those of us with neurodivergent brains. Kriya, whenever you feel ready, Bring your attention to your eyes. Take a deep breath. Slowly open your eyes and return. And we invite the guidance and the energy to come back and return with you. Guys, thank you so much for being here with us today, tonight, whenever you're listening. We appreciate those of you who showed up in person and those of you who will show up virtually afterward. Thank you for the gift that you are in the world. Namaste.